something I can see peering out of that black hole, two luminous disks. The eyes, it might be a face, might be almost oh, oh, heavens. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body. Now it's large, large as a bear. Crystals like wet leather, but that face, that face. Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. It's so awful. The eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is a kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips and seem to oh, quiver and pulsate. Elevators hum in the background. A reception bell dings on the front desk. Band music swells from a previously empty and very dusty ballroom. It seems that Springwood Lodge is coming to life. Do you have a reservation? So I'm looking through this keyhole here. Should Do you need me to roll to see if I can get any additional detail? Or what am I seeing? I think this is probably about all you can see. The keyhole is a very like tight angle. And I don't know if you've ever actually put your eye up to a keyhole in real life or whatever, but because it's not one of those like fisheye lenses that you would see in like a door looker thrower, peepholes are like, you know, when you look at a peephole through like a hotel door or whatever, you know, that's meant to give you kind of an expanded view. Yes. Uh, The keyhole, not the case. Uh, That's like a very, very straightforward, narrow angle. So I'm going to say this is probably all all you can see. But the room is definitely occupied. So you're going to have to find a different bathroom. So I, anyway, I don't think Rolling's going to help you here. Yeah, now the question is, do we want to try and go through this door, or do we want to try and go through the side like we did before? I guess through the side, probably. Because we're going to need to get backstage. Was there a door that was closer to the stage? Yeah, so from the space that you're in right now, uh, there are three doors that are all kind of funneling into the ballroom. Yes. They're, they're all in a row. Uh, so yes, there is a door on this side that is closest to the stage. You would still be going out onto the, I guess, uh, ground floor. There's no door that leads directly onto the stage. However, yeah. there is absolutely a shortest path from the hallway that you're in. I guess that's what we're going to want to do. And I guess we might just have to, I mean, you know, we might we might have to do what we just did with the bellhop. Which is, you know... If we if some if we get noticed, just act like we're supposed to be there. If the, if if y'all are good at anything, it's that is true. If if we're good at anything, it's pretending to be places. Um, you know, it's 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 uh, letting people believe that we're allowed to be places that we're not. Um, love love to be uh primarily. It's it's every single time I play this game and I look at our combined skill set and go. Truly, we are a pair of charisma casters. <laughs> it is very funny to watch you two alternate between, ah, oh, we made charisma-only characters, and hey, we made charisma-only characters. <laughs> uh, depending on how applicable it is. No, it's great. Way. I love it. It's it's very, um... It just flips between, oh, you fools, to, oh, you fucking geniuses. 
Well, you know. Now, uh, granted, I don't think you're Port Authority, Inspector. Uh, no. <laughs> it's okay. To get you through here, Ben. Please excuse me. I um, I'm I'm obviously the uh, the sound guy. You know, I amps were invented at the the time period that this music seems to be from, right? Mm-hmm. This is a place that they basically invented sound systems. I'm here to do the sound system. Absolutely, that is uh, that is August Springwood's claim to fame. Truly, I mean, I don't think we want to wait. I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't know. Sort of, what, it seems like this is kind of a fucking spirited away. Like the the you know the sun goes down and the spirits come out to to do their thing, um, which I love. Don't get me wrong. So I don't know if we want to. It's like it's like I feel like our two options are try to sneak in there now and risk becoming embroiled in in the the ghost dance off or whatever's going on in there, or go explore some other part of the hotel and wait until it's like you know quiet or whatever, which is less fun. So we should definitely just bust in there, whichever door is the one that's closest to the stage. Yeah. And I think that's the one we're next to. Yeah, it yeah. would have been the first one we stopped at. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Alistair kind of looks down at Saint. That's where he's like taking a knee. Because I'm assuming you're like, kneeling to look through a door. Oh, yes. Sorry. No. It took me a second. I was like, I'm not no, that I know. Sure you. <laughs> no, it's, it's yes, where you, have, where you, yes, have, you have taken a knee to put your eyeball up against a keyhole. <laughs> to put my eye up to the... Um, yes, yes. And it's just it kind of like, will like lean down and it's like, that combination of playing along and brazening it out worked with the uh, bellhop phenomenon. I think we should try the same thing if they react at all. Um, We're here to check on the audio equipment. I think between the two of us we'll probably be able to make it work. Yeah. Do you have any... Cool. Do you have any idea what might have triggered this... They weren't there before, and now they are. Do you think no. there was something? I mean, I turned on a couple of lights in the back, but I turned them off when I left. Um, but that could have been, I mean, it, it could have been us moving around. Our presence activated something. It could have been because I turned on some things that, you know, there's, we were messing around back there. Like, there's any number of things. I am not surprised that there is now activity. Once again, Alistair looks like he has about, like, two, you know, single-space notebook pages worth of questions that he'd like to be asking that he's not asking because they have a job to do. Cool. So I'm going to stand up, and I'm just going to open the door and walk in. In we go. (laughs) Whoa! I didn't even think about it. It just came out of my mouth. You put your hand on what is a solidly cold metal doorknob saint you're the one touching the doorknob right uh and you give it a a slight turn and you can feel uh the aged metal uh like creak underneath your hand as you push open the door uh you attempt to do so with with confidence uh confidence that has gotten you into many places already over the course of this campaign uh that you should not have been in uh, and as you push the door open wide into the rest of this large, uh, this large ballroom, you are greeted uh, with a very chilly uh, gale of air um, 
uh, an overall uh, just atmospheric emptiness and a very empty and very dusty ballroom. The spirits? What spirits? Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Uh, I'm absolutely going to take a brief pause and wait and see if anything changes. And presuming nothing does. Uh, one of the ghosts reappears and says, Just kidding, man. Sorry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Gotcha. <laughs> Tee hee hee. Um, no. Yeah, so I'm assuming uh, You weren't changes. looking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we, we heard music. Me. Did both of us hear <laughs> the music? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so we heard we heard music, we heard activity, and there Saint saw movement, and then we open the door, and there is nothing. They, everything is, you know, ooh, interesting. Alistair like looks at Saint for an explanation. Here is like, uh, kind of a half shrug gesture. Like, I mean, hard to say, hard to say. You've <laughs> undoubtedly seen ghosts in media it's not all wrong sometimes they just come and go we're living beings moving in a really really haunted place uh and it's hard to say how much they want us here i'm guessing minimally so i'm not gonna make any assumptions about what's going on until we get more information does each individual haunting operate more or less according to its own rules mm-hmm. yes um i think that saint like we're being so matter of fact about that i think there's this I, I alistair like blinks at him for a second yeah I, th- I think i think he just sort of blinks at saint and like takes that in and then just sort of is like we'll start walking towards the stage okay to be, I'm sh- I'm sure this is coming across to you, but I will be clear that Saint is not really concerned about anything. Yeah, that's. I mean, so Saint Saints. The fact that Saint seems at ease is Alistair's. Like, all right then. Like, I'm very much okay. relying on you to tell me when I need to be worried about something. When we're in trouble, yeah. Which unfortunately, maybe I won't realize that till it's too late. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, but we'll see. But that, that's that's no. I I think I'm just gonna say this: the fact that Saints like, yeah, every single haunting is effectively its own unique beast, and he is still an expert on them. Alice was like, oh, like I know a decent amount about a lot of things. You know a lot about a lot of different things because, and, and because being an exorcist, he's it, that kind of changes his concept. He's he's having to adjust his concept of like just how much, how how wide a net that means that that saint's expertise covers, like being a marine biologist. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's let's go. We are assuming this key goes to that maintenance store. Yeah. Okay, yes. let's go try that out then. Yeah. With nothing impeding you except for the uh, the curtain on top of the stage, you hop back up onto the stage and go back behind the scenes. Uh, everything is exactly as you left it. A weird machine and props and all. You walk up to the maintenance door and uh, insert the key. The door is heavy, much heavier than the previous door that you just opened. It is made of a solid metal, although uh, we have noted the fact that there is a hole in the bottom right-hand corner through which these cables are being fed. 
you follow those cables forward a little bit uh, into a very short hallway uh, before taking a sharp right turn into a space that is a lot larger than you anticipated. You can feel, perhaps due to the temperature, perhaps due to some sense that we haven't fully quantified, but you can feel the depth of this room, the space in which it occupies just through the way that the cold air flows through the center column of Springwood Lodge. Small, faint, caged light bulbs hang from the side of the room and barely illuminate the catwalk that you are on and the massive pit below. Uh, okay. Pit, you say. Mm. Shrimp terrestic. Farted <laughs> <laughs> me? Anyway, so... You are not able to see very far uh, based on where you're standing and uh, due to the dull illumination of those caged light bulbs. So... You know the ones I'm talking about like you might see in a yeah. mine. Yeah. We have, uh, we have flashlights, though. We do have flashlights. We... Yeah. Uh... Yeah. So how long is this catwalk? Good question. Like, can we see the other end of it? Is there anything on the other end of it? If we can see it, like... Uh, sure. It maybe goes... Mm, 20 feet farther than where you are. Oh, okay. I was like, are we talking the fucking library from Castlevania? Or are we talking, like, smaller scale than that? <laughs> uh, no. Probably about 20 feet farther from where you are. And it's maybe itself, like, 5 feet wide. Okay. Which is pretty substantially wide. That's a pretty big... Okay, the other question is, in terms of the internal geography of the um, the building, is there, like, a... This space... <sighs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, if I can sort of conceptualize, like, where the walls sure. are and stuff, mm -hmm. does it seem like maybe this is, like underground like low is that is this like room like lower down or is this like just does that make sense does this yes. fit into the floor plan this fits into the floor plan uh there's nothing unusual about uh, the geometry of this room uh okay. that's for sure um well we have we have not suddenly entered hotel of leaves <laughs> yeah, I don't know about um, that, but <laughs> anyway, there's nothing I won't discount that. Okay, sure, great, love it. Um, but you are you are in the rough center of Springwood Lodge. Okay, okay. Is there any way to tell how deep this pit is, or is it deep enough that it's too dark to see the bottom? Not with the lights that are on right now. Okay, we should do a quick ooh i don't know if i want to catch the attention of anything at the bottom though is the other half of that thought if we're very quiet do we hear anything happening down there yes you do oh lovely the hum of electricity mm. oh okay how, how loud slash deep of a hum like can we tell how big the generating machine is it's called a generator gomes um, but I was trying to indicate separately, like, because there are things that can create electricity that are not necessarily generators. Yeah. I just said that poorly. It sounds pretty substantial. It's a very okay. deep hum. But there's no sounds of, like, living beings. People moving around, spirits, even. It's just the machine. 
Just the machine. Does it seem like there's anywhere down from here? Is there like a any staircase or ladders or anything leading off of this catwalk? It does. You, um, if you turn on your flashlight. <sighs> yeah, I have to know what's down there. I guess I will keep keeping it at like, I'm not shining it down. Mm-hmm. Down, I'm just going to kind of try to keep it no more than about 10 feet below the the level of the catwalk. Sure, reasonable. Um, you, yeah, you kind of dimly shine your uh, light forward at an angle that is not necessarily going to attract you any attention. Uh, and you do see a very large uh, rebar is not literally what it's made of, but a very large crisscrossed metal grate. That seems to take up uh, the entirety of where you would expect the floor to be beneath the beneath the catwalk. Uh, shining your light over to the right of the room, further down this catwalk, you see a ladder that leads down, um, but it leads down to what appears to be a locked door as part of that uh, grid. Oh. So that grid is not, I mean, obviously not the bottom, but it, it is covering whatever is making that hum. Absolutely. And presumably that hum is what is powering that machine. And probably a lot of other machines. I can say that in character, I guess. Um, whatever that, that grid is, is, is clearly covering up that machine and whatever else that machine is powering but it that's got to be the source of what we found backstage so if we want to turn it off we got to go down there i don't really like the idea of that if you shine your flashlight even slightly lower yeah you can see the dirt walls of an area that has been carved out of the bottom of Springwood Lodge's foundation just beneath the grate. That doesn't seem safe, does it? And we can't see what's in there? It's far too low. I think we're going to have to go. Well... What do you say? I think the lower we go here, the more likely we are to run into living complications. Agreed. But I also think whatever's down there is... Answers. Results. Precisely. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's head at least down to that layer of, of grading. Okay. Sure. There is maybe a five foot drop between the catwalk and that layer of grating. Okay. Do we just have to, like, hop down? That's so weird. That doesn't seem safe. This is, this is so... I know, Ed Solish, I'll say that in character. I think, like, looking at this, Alistair's just sort of like, this doesn't seem to have been designed all as one piece. Mm, no way. This part came 
later. No. <sighs> or, alternatively, came first. first. And the lodge was built around it. How old would you like me to roll? Whatever you think is appropriate, my friend. <sighs> Investigate. Lore? Yeah, lore would work. Yeah, I think I'd like to roll lore in terms of like design specifications, design materials, different periodization, that sort of a thing. Um, okay, that's two, let's see. That's two positives, one neutral, one negative, which gets me a plus one, which gets me, lore is my best stat, which gets me a five. Holy shit. What was it? I do very five. five. I do occasionally roll something other than comprehensive dog shit on this show. <laughs> Part of the reason I suggested lore is I was like, you're I like, know hey, we I need to, we we need we need to fucking uh, we need to backstop Ezra's uh, character specific abysmal luck. I feel like I constantly have to defend this. I don't. I roll like perfectly averagely in every single other situation, and then Alistair's just like. A fucking like rancid rabbit's foot. He has to. He has to have his character growth still. Yeah, there you go. See, as he removes the stick from his ass, the luck will get better. <laughs> He'll get better at rolling dice. Yeah, for sure. So, what are you looking for specifically? Uh, surely not ge- uh, geological information. No, um, I think I'd like to. I think I want to try to get an idea, one, of how old the, like, how old do these light fixtures seem? How old does this catwalk, you know, is it is it riveted or welded? That's a good indicator um, of periodization. Um, Which would be? Or uh, welded. Well, welding is pretty much post-World War II for the most part. That's or mid, mid what I yeah. thought was the case. Um, but yeah, like uh, I can't remember what kind of welding came first. Um, uh, and um, the other thing I want to know is like, what you know, is it stainless steel? Is another you know that kind of a thing. And then I want to see if like if we if we do hop down there, which one seems older, the catwalk or the grating and the door, okay. or do they seem like they're the same age? That that's a totally valid answer. But I want to see if there's a if there's a difference between them. Uh, looking around this area, you pick up on a number of clues uh, right away. Uh, good job, Scooby. Uh, one. These appear to be uh, store-bought work lights. Okay. Um, again, the kind of graded or caged light bulb that you would see uh, like on construction sites or, or yeah. whatnot. Uh, there is a brand name that you recognize. Uh, I'm not going to make up one. Sure. Um, but indicates that they are perhaps relatively modern or maybe they have been replaced. Okay. Um, that you can see on the side of the casing. Um, you do notice that uh, the nothing here looks particularly nice. Uh, this is a very industrial uh, industrial area. Uh, nothing is uh, shiny uh, by any measure. Uh, certainly not here, kind of choked in the um, in just in the dust in the center of this um, this weird column. Um, some of the original walls still seem to be there. Certainly, as you look up, you can see the 
uh, concrete walls uh, that are perhaps holding up the central column of Springwood Lodge. Uh, however, as you look down, uh, that concrete and wood is replaced with um, just rock and dirt as you slip further down past the foundation uh, lower. Um, whatever sort of excavation happened here, it is not uh, with the same sturdiness uh, that the rest of the building is built with. Uh, you can infer this was not intentional. This is not in the original blueprints at all. Hmm. Uh, looking at the catwalk and the and the grid below, you see plenty of welding marks. Uh, this is absolutely a more recent addition to this area. Hmm. Okay, so the hole was there first. If I, just to make sure I didn't like get that in the wrong direction in my head. The empty spaces uh, in the grid uh, are very tight. Uh, you could picture them like a street grate, okay. uh, like on a busy city street. These are this is not a uh, this is not like a rebar cage or a fence. No, uh, it's like a, something you stand on. It's something you stand on. It is a solid surface. Still might be there to keep something in, though. <sighs> That's completely true. Is there any is there any evidence that? some means of access was removed. Like at some point there used to be a ladder or a staircase or a, any any method of getting down to the bottom. It has been taken away. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I love it. Because there is one part of the grid specifically, if you have already hopped over the fence and are walking around. I think I'm going to have to at this point. Yeah, I think I, I think I will. I'll slither down there and start poking around there is one part of the grid that once you've hopped over you notice uh pretty starkly that seems to have been plated over with massive metal plates and shining your flashlight upwards you can see the mechanisms for a small elevator okay dangling uh chains and cable and pulley work hang directly above this plated spot but there used to be something that went down back and up and down through this grate and there's it is no it has been intentionally removed removed so just the door then which is plated and, and there's the no hole? way the hole the hole is plated shut oh okay i thought you said there was a hole i i sorry i was not tracking what you were saying earlier i thought there was a hole in the wall no, sorry. The hole in the grid where the elevator would be going through has been plated over. Okay. And if I so go... So there's no... Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, and if I go over and just, like, get a look at the door, does okay. it have any... Sorry. Did I, f did I completely fuck this up? Is there not a door? No, there's no door. Where did I get a door? I also thought there was, thought a, door, there was a door, but I think door. the way that it was described, we're looking at, we're talking about this plating. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about, yeah, there's no elevator, fucking... there's no door. Dude, there, I... There's just a place where there was a hole in the ground, and it's been plated over. And by I... around, I mean the grid. I really, really seriously thought there was, like, a door in the okay. wall. That, that's on me, no worries. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, okay, so that's interesting. So if we want to go down into the hole, yeah, we'd have to drop. Yeah. 
which does not seem like a good idea. Well, and I don't have like rope or anything. I don't have. No. This is not a D and D party. I don't have anything for us. Yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to drop us down. I think Alistair is like kind of looking speculatively up at like the chain, the remaining like pulley mechanisms and stuff, and then looking down. Um, and is there any way to tell how recently that was removed? Oh yeah, that's a good point. No, not really. Okay. okay. Um, Fair enough. And I think I will he... say the plating. Mm-hmm. The plating looks a little haphazard. Okay. Interesting. So, we might be able to last minute somehow. frantic. Yeah. Not professional. Something done. changed and changed quickly. Yeah. Presumably. Um I think I think Alistair's kinda like looks up at the the, you know, remaining like elevator works and stuff speculatively and then looks over at Saint and is is like I wanna be clear, I did not go down with you. I'm on the oh, Okay, like looks looks up at Saint then. Um and yeah. it's just like Fair. I mean, it might be an antique, but a uh, lodge like this might have mountaineering gear stashed away somewhere. Fair point. Or, uh, I mean, they used to be a ski lodge. They've got to have something. Emergency gear. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'd like to get back up onto the catwalk. Yeah, I'll help him up. Sweet. Wait, before you yes. come up, sure. if you are down there, can you... See, this is a like a sewer grate, i.e. You're, it's a solid, but you can still like look down through it. Yeah. Yes. If you, what do you see when you point your flashlight down? Does that get you any additional... Do you want... You don't have to. I think Alistair like, looks up at Saint and kind of w- with his... Uh, flashlight in hand um and like looks down to indicate i'm gonna shine this thing you might want to get ready to book it i guess in case we have to <laughs> did you all right no problem man yeah there you go i do not say that out loud no. um <laughs> let me be clear about that much of an asshole in that case i will yeah. um like take a knee on the grating and take a chance i'm gonna shine my flashlight down there see what i can see you don't see a lot Dust, dirt, those ragged walls, the occasional dust bunny flying past your the brightness of your flashlight, and a lot and a lot of darkness, hmm. and cables descending into it. How far down does the light go? Maybe about 15 feet. I mean, this hmm. would be a pretty powerful flashlight, but it, that's fair. It's hard to get a straightforward beam with the grating. Okay. So just cables going down into nothingness. Mm. As That's far quite as I a pit. can tell. We don't have anything that we could drop to try and... Like, we don't have any, like, glow sticks or anything. But if we find an emergency kit, we might find something that has that. Yeah. So, That's, yeah, yeah. I'll help you back up. Okay. That's the kind of thing that, like, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really, like, a tack gear kind of a guy. No. Neither of us are rescue guys. No. Let's see if we can find some kind of gear. The only door here is the one we came in through. There is another door uh, to what would be the south of the room that you only notice because you are, are now turned that way. 
Okay. And we came in through the north? You came in through the east of the room, from the ballroom. Okay. Is the door on the same level as the grating or lower down? Like, can I just see it? It is lower down. It's lower by about three feet. Oh. Is there... Sorry, pardon me. It's under the grating? No, it's above the grating below the catwalk. Ah, okay. So there is a door in the wall. <laughs> yes, but not where you thought it was. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. Um, okay. Uh, in that that's case, I will... I'm going to kind of gesture for Saint to come that direction if he wants okay. to stay on the catwalk. That's fine. But I'm going to go No, I'll out. drop. Yeah. Let's go check out this door. Catch me. <laughs> Alistair, it's perhaps as you're intercepting Saint on his way down to the grid <laughs> that you feel a buzz buzz in your right pocket. We can signal here? Uh, okay. Saint, you're I... on the grid level. Okay, nice. I will check my phone. Cool. You see a single notification that is just labeled gray. Oh, great. Oh, somebody's in trouble. Yeah, probably. Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, what's the safe bet? Well, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm asking you. How yeah. is Agent Gray labeled in your phone? Oh. <sighs> Alistair's like deeply, deeply square. It just says gray. Then you only see two words. The contact is listed as gray. The entirety of the text says, call. Oh, oh. <laughs> Counterpoint, we have signal here? Apparently. Or my phone does anyway. Yeah, that's true. I probably don't. Sorry, Saint's mom. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Saint Bob also texts him and just says call. <laughs> and he's like, oops. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I think the, Alistair pulls this out and sees this and does kind of freeze for a second. Mm-hmm. And is like, definitely has that like, I can't do that right. Oh, shit. Um, can I ask like a, like a department procedural question? Sure. How much shit does this indicate that I am in right now? Oh, that's such a good question. I've set up a one-on-one -on -one for us to discuss this later. <laughs> All right. So All right. that bad, huh? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, Woof. That's... Secondary question. Sure. Is this the kind of thing where, like... How much am I reasonably expected to endanger myself in order to respond to this? Endanger from whom? Just generally, like if I were to get this kind of a text, like what's what's the like except what's the like you better make this calculation and it better be like if you are not is this a like if you are not actively being shot at respond to this right now or is this a like like how much wiggle room do I realistically have? I, I, mean, I believe you yeah. uh I, I I have half an idea to think that the department uh, would not normally interrupt you uh, over the course of a mission yeah. unless it were urgent. I think you could interpret this as urgent. Yeah, okay. okay. 
I will also remind you that you do not directly call your employer. No, I don't. Yeah, they tend to call you in the car. They do. Yeah, that's... Okay. Why aren't they calling me? Also, alternatively, like... Are you going to make this call with me here? I don't know. That's the thing. That's why Alistair fucking freezes and has to do, like, there's, like, fucking, like, you know, he's just sitting there doing, like, long division. Also, we should not, if you're going to make this call, it should not be Yeah, one, here. it should not be here. Two, I kind of need it to not be with Saint there. Three. We gotta get you out of this building. I now. don't have a safe space to make this kind of. Yeah, it's like, oh fuck, this could be you, like, literally anything. Car. Yeah. I don't know that I have that option. I think or at least out of the building. I may just have to hole up somewhere. But we can get you in a room, maybe. Yeah, I think that's probably gonna be my best bet. Anyway, okay. I think. Um. Okay. Nope. Character development I don't know any moment. Of this, obviously. No, I know. Okay, but... we're having a character development moment here. I think Alistair pulls out his phone, looks at this, looks at the door, kind of looks at Saint really quickly, puts the phone back in his pocket, and goes to check the door out. Uh, You walk up to this door, uh, and the first thing you notice is the weld lines between the door and the door frame. Okay, balls. Not this one, then. No. And even if those weren't there, it looks like this door has not been opened in a very long time. Interesting. Okay, back up then. Yeah. Um, you leave the maintenance room. Yeah, we leave the maintenance room. Um, and... I think Alistair, we leave the maintenance room. Um, and did you show me the dressing room? Or I think he, I at least told you, you about told it, me. But... Yeah. Um, I think he, he'll, he'll kind of, he, he like, we leave the maintenance room and he, um, I think we should lock the door behind us. Into the dressing room? Um, no, I think, I think he like stops after they oh, exit. Oh, lock the maintenance yeah, room. Yeah, I think he, yes. he stops after okay. they exit the maintenance room, locks the door, um, and then just looks at Saint and says, you said it, there was a dressing room on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I locked it, though. With a key? Right? No, oh, I locked it from the inside. You the lights off as you left. I'm pretty sure I oh, locked it. Oh, that's right, you did I lock hit, it. I yes, turned yes. the inside, so, and then closed up. Yeah, but I, uh, I locked it. Um, okay. Is he gonna, is, is, is he the kind of guy who instinctively is like, we have to have a rendezvous point? Because that feels like the kind of thing where, like, procedurally, like, if you're working with another agent, you would never do something like this without a rendezvous yeah. point. And yeah. does he sort of instinctively treat Saint just a little bit like another agent? I think that's yeah. reasonable. Um, that seems more like a procedure and less to do with me, which I think seems reasonable. Okay. Um, where, where where does it make sense for them to rendezvous? Because I think, I feel like we might want to look for, like, some kind of, like, equipment that would let us get down there. And that's going to be, like, a storage room. We could meet in the 
commuting the, 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 the like safest place we've seen, aka the one place we haven't seen anything, is like the kitchen. And there's a door there. So if you need to go outside, or if we need to go outside, there's a door to the outside there. Thinking of like safe internal building point, that's the first place I think of. Unless you want to say let's meet at the car. No, I I don't I don't think we want to go back to the car. I mean, maybe we do. Maybe that's scary. Or alternatively, unless you want to have your call in the kitchen. I don't. Well, well what Shane's I hanging out with all the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. What he? I mean, what Alistair wants to do is go back to the car. Mm-hmm. Like he he wants to go have this call in that that environment. So the question is, okay. So where does it make sense for them to meet then? Either the kitchen or where we came in. Like those are both places that are like fairly easy for you to get to if you're going outside. We haven't seen anything there. I feel like let's we might want to go back to where we came in because there has there is evidence that somebody's using the kitchen. I thought that we had talked about that. Did it seem Ben, am it's I clean. wrong? That's all. Okay, it's it's just that it's clean in a way okay, that the rest fair. of the, the place other place isn't. is nasty um okay so how does this uh fair it hasn't been used in a while as soon as as when saint says that that yeah okay so so when saint says like you know that that he locked the the door um behind him um alistair kind of gets very like blank you know, in the in the way that you've maybe seen him do before, but not quite as much lately. Um, and he just says, "Just like I have to make a call." Uh, what what did we call the room that we came into? Oh, I think we called it the lounge. Lounge. Um. Okay. The dusty armchairs and the chessboards. Yeah, the lounge. Okay. The lounge. Um. Yeah, so he he gets very straight and just says, "I have to make a call, lounge in one hour." Uh, you got it, boss. Um, and you gonna be okay. He just nods, okay, very like I've sharply, got... and is gonna book it. Oh, I was gonna say I've got oh, my shit. walkie-talkie, but he's gone. Yeah, I think I think he's just yeah. You can kind of tell. I I mean, he's he's not like. When's, when Alistair's not pretending to be somebody else, I think he's quite easy to read. Yeah. And I think Saint can probably tell that something is up. Something is wrong. Yeah. And okay. Alistair's gonna head back out the way they came, I guess. Mm-hmm. And head back to the van to make that call. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> in the woods. In the snow. <laughs> I'm gonna regret the shit out of this based on the face that Ben just made. Sorry, you want to unhinge my jaw like a python. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Through the dark and the snow, Alistair, you trudge back out into the occasionally foot deep uh, banks of snow that are outside. You can see plenty of fluttering flakes swarming down from the sky. Uh, toward the ground landing on top of your uh, landing on top of your jacket and your body it's not that thick of a blizzard you can 
very clearly see the way you came. Uh, as abandoned as this place may seem, there are emergency lights, motion-activated lights maybe, on the outside of Springwood Lodge in such a way that you have a clear path back toward your van. One clear path forward, but a sea of darkness all around you. This place has felt desolate before, but doubly so now that it's dark. You do eventually make it to the driver's seat of your van, stashed behind the sign for Springwood Lodge. You put your hand on the driver's seat door of your van. A very thin layer of ice has begun to drip over the handle. You open it up, I presume put the key in the ignition, and are greeted with a blast of warmth. I imagine you activate your terminal. Yep. There is no video. After the department logo loads, you are greeted with truly a gray avatar. But one thing is absolutely clear is you can hear the voice of your employer, Agent Gray, who asks in a very clear and crisp voice, is the exorcist with you? Fuck! Someone's ah! in trouble. Someone's in fucking trouble. Someone's in big trouble. Technically, no. However, <laughs> that's how you get him. Uh, no, he's not with me. I'm in the car. <laughs> I don't know where he is. That's also true. Oh, then that's <laughs> good. What you've just been listening to was Parascience, a glimpse into a world unknown. It was an actual play horror adventure told to you through the Fate system. Our players are Ezra Kay as Agent Alistair McAndrews and Maddie Trumbo Gomes as capable young man St. Garcia Flores. As for myself, I was your game master and disembodied voice, Ben Hamlin. I also produced this show. Our theme song is by the incorporeal Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo was created by the haunted visage of Tara Bossart. We are currently in the process of remastering and transcribing earlier episodes of the show, and for that I would like to thank Glory Duda, Marcel Hood, and Julie Cooper, as they write down our every word and weave an intricate web of audio for you. You can stay tuned to our social media channels for more information on these developments. This show is brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. You can follow us on social media at InfinityBreak23 and check out our website for all of our other podcasts at InfinityBreak.net. We appreciate you listening to this program. If you want to help spread the word, there are a good many ways to do that. Word of mouth helps us immensely, and you can add us at ParasciencePod on Twitter. And while you're at it, why not tag Infinity Break 23? We have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Infinity Break where you can start donating to Infinity Break for as little as $1 a month. And if you listen to Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. Lastly, I would encourage you to join the haunted chorus of voices at the Infinity Break fan discord. That's bit.ly forward slash Infinity Talk, capital I Infinity, capital T Talk. That's all for now. Let parascience never let you sleep like a knocking sound from the attic or a drop of blood from the ceiling. Be careful where you step this chapter. <laughs> <laughs>